you want to be able to develop your customer base. You want your customer to fall in love with your stuff so they can come back and buy more. So it's very important to have a good quality, good value, so your customer can keep coming to you to buy more. When you drop another collection, they come back for your other collection. When you drop another collection, they come back again. So that's one of the keys to having a fashion business or a brand. It's just to get that customer and keep them buying again. What up, though, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another installment of the Black Fridays podcast. I am here with a Michigan fashion icon, Miss Lauren Hicks, who is the founder of Michigan Fashion Week. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm doing good, and thank you so much for inviting me on this Black Friday podcast. Looking forward to chatting it up with you. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to it, too. And I would I love to start by letting my guests introduce themselves, because as I mentioned, you know, it's a part of who you are and what you do, but want to let you in your own words tell us about who you are and, and what you're about absolutely so my name is lauren hicks i am a fashion designer i am also the founder of michigan fashion week we're going into our 11th year of business and i am just about all things michigan all things detroit so pretty simple easy going lady i like it <laughs> i like it so tell us about the essence of michigan fashion week and how did this all come about yeah, so Mich- I'm a fashion designer, so um, I saw a need for just a platform for fashion designers here in the Detroit area. And uh, about 11 years ago, we really wanted to create a bigger fashion scene. I mean, our goal was to not have to move to New York or L.A. to pursue our fashion career, but to be here right here in the city of Detroit to really pursue our fashion dreams. And so the essence of Michigan Fashion Week is to really just elevate and highlight the fashion designers, the fashion creatives that are here in the city of Detroit, give them a platform, and not just Detroit, just all over Michigan, give them a platform to showcase their clothes and to really just highlight their business. Love it. Love it. And you say you've been doing this for 11 years now? Yes, it's been 11 years now. Yep. And what changes have you seen like in the fashion industry or with Michigan Fashion Week over the years? Very interesting. So I, the changes are actually good changes. We've seen a lot of growth, a lot of development, a lot of economical growth, and I think it's just only going up from here. So it's, it's a lot of changes even after COVID, pre-COVID, all that stuff. But, yeah, it's always continually involving in Detroit. Nice. And what flavor or genese quoi would you say that Michigan Fashion Week has over other fashion weeks like a New York or LA or anywhere else in the world? Oh, that's such a good question. No one has ever asked me that question. I think that Detroit has so many, so much character to it. You know, we got the streetwear, we got the high fashion, we got diversity. I mean, Detroit offers all genres of fashion. And I think that we just offer just a a unique creativity to our fashion week. So I know a lot of fashion weeks are high fashion this and this, but we do high fashion, streetwear, you know, international wear. So we really try to tap into all the different economics, all the different diversity that fashion has to offer. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think that Detroit and Michigan is definitely the great kind of like midpoint for a lot of those things that you mentioned, because, of course, you got your East Coast flavor, you got your West Coast flavor and then anywhere else in the world like Paris or anywhere over there is going to have their own style. But I think that we have a nice 
culmination. We do. Of absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, Detroit is made up of all types of people with all different backgrounds, all different styles. And somehow we just can find a way to make it all work. So, I mean, I'm really big on diversity and just everyone uniquely being themselves. And so that's the beauty of Michigan Fashion Week. Nice. Nice. And so now I interrupt this part of Black Fridays for my favorite part, which is mm-hmm. Freestyle Fridays. So, Lauren, because it's Michigan Fashion Week, you're going to have to give us some bars. You're going to have to rap about it. No way. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) I I don't know how to freestyle. (laughs) That's that's fine. That's fine because you don't actually have to freestyle. (laughs) Okay, okay. But it is uh, rapid fire questions. They're all about you, so you should get them right. Okay, okay. You should get them wrong. And I just ask that you answer each one and you answer honestly. Okay, okay. Let's do it. All right. So what would you say is your favorite social media platform? Uh, TikTok. Really? Yes, I like TikTok. So I've been a Facebook and Instagram junkie for like probably, you know, since Instagram came out. But probably about a year and a half ago, I mentored some young girls and I was just like, yeah, Instagram. They're like, Instagram? Who's on Instagram? I'm like, so what the heck are you guys doing? So they were like, Snapchat. I was like, oh, I don't really like Snapchat. And they said, TikTok. They were like, get a TikTok. And so I got a TikTok. And like ever since I downloaded that TikTok app, made me an account, I love TikTok. I get my news from TikTok. I learn stuff from TikTok. I thoroughly enjoy TikTok. I do as well. That is my uh, my new YouTube. Yep. So just yep. being able to learn things, but just in a, a shorter period of time. Yep. And like you can follow different series and mm-hmm. sagas. And yep. Yeah, yep. It's, all, it's all there on TikTok. <laughs> you can watch a whole movie on TikTok. You can, yeah. And people like <laughs> people will go on their lives yep. and like show the whole movies or a live yep. event. Yeah, yep. it's perfect. I don't, yep. Who needs pay-per-view? No, no. Exactly. TikTok is it. Exactly. Yep, TikTok is it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say you would prefer if your phone could only do one of these three options? Okay. Video call. Phone call, text message. Phone call. I'm a phone call person. Like, text messaging, you know, is cool for, like, quick stuff, but I'd rather just call you. And, like, my friends, like, whenever they text me, I usually just, like, call them right after. Like, what are you trying to say? It's better if I just call you. They're Mm -hmm. like, well, I was texting you. You don't got to call me. But I am a talking person. I'd rather just call and get it all squared away instead of texting back and forth. And one of the reasons is my nails. Mm. I can't never text as much as I want to with my Mm -hmm. nails. But, yeah, I'm a call person. Got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what would you say is your favorite fashion trend that came out of Michigan or Detroit? All-time favorite fashion trend that came out of Detroit would have to be fur coats. I mean, Detroit can rock furs. They can rock the animals. Any time of the year. You said well, any time of, yep, of the year. Any time yep. of the year. So I think the biggest thing for me, just what I've seen and what I love about Detroit, is just I can wear my fur. I can wear them six months out of the year. So I, I enjoy it. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. If you only had one, and I'm making an assumption here, Uh-oh. and I hope that I write. Okay. Do you have a lot of pair of shoes? I do. If you only could wear one type of shoe, a brand or a style, what type would it be? Oh, a brand or a style. Um, Oh my gosh, probably like just a comfortable pointy toe shoe. Pointies, I love pointy toes, heels, flats, boots. I like pointy toes, so probably just a comfortable pair of pointy toes. I'm not a big gym shoe girl, mm-hmm. so I like my heels. Nice. Mm-hmm. And what inspires you to design? What's a, a normal or regular source of inspiration for your design? Good question. You know what? I um, draw my inspiration. I, I do like the current trends. I'm I'm a trendsetter. I like to follow the trends. Um, so, I mean, classics is always fun, but I do try to stay on top of the trend and just throw my 
throw my name, my signature on it. So my line, I use a lot of sequins and jewels and blinged out stuff. So I like to follow the trends and then throw my signature move on it, which is like some sequins or some bling on it. So that's, I just find inspiration by what's trending. And then you put your Lauren Yeah, I put my little sprinkle on it. Like that. I like that. Well, congratulations for successfully passing two style Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay. Okay, absolutely. It wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Right. It was easy. That wasn't bad. Okay, good, good. So going back into digging more into your background, as far as fashion, when would you say that it came to you? Do you feel like it came naturally at a younger age or did you have fashionable people around you growing up? And then as far as your expertise or your uh, educational background I saw that you went to school for statistics mm-hmm. so how did that play a factor into you being yeah. the, the fashion icon you are now absolutely so I always had a love for clothes fashion sewing my mom at a young age taught me how to sew so that's always been my passion so as I got older get college age I wanted to still be a fashion designer, but my parents wouldn't let me go to school for fashion. So uh, I went to Grand Valley State University and ended up getting a degree in statistics. I took a statistics class in high school, and I just loved it. I I enjoyed the equations, the whole I'm a mathematician, so that's fun to me. So my parents were like, well, you can't go to school for fashion, so you got to find something else to go to school for. So I went to school for statistics, got my degree, and immediately went right back into fashion. Um, Went to a small school in Detroit. It's called Detroit. Detroit fashion team went there for about a year and a half learned how to sew learn how to well technically technical sew, drape and all the stuff that goes into actual fashion and sewing so I went there for a year and a half and then from there I just kind of started my own business started small started sewing garments started to create garments and then from there uh developed the Michigan Fashion Week and it just kept on moving from there Nice. And I know Michigan Fashion Week is one of your babies as far as your entrepreneurship journey. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about the other businesses that you operated or currently operated? Yeah, absolutely. I have my own clothing line, uh, Shop Lojo. You can check me out online, Instagram, Facebook. You can newly TikTok. But Shop, um, I specialize in women over size 12. So if you are a woman over size 12, I specialize in that. Um, I am really big on body positivity and looking good in your own skin. So um, I do have my own fashion line. And then I also have a consulting business. I help fashion designers and people who are in the fashion industry learn the um, just the fashion industry and how it works as a business, teaching people how to start their own boutique, their online boutique, their in-store boutique, and just really helping brands uh, evolve and develop nice and then if I could put a pin in the consultation business that you do is there any general advice that you see that people are start trying to start their brick and mortar boutiques online boutiques like things that they probably should know off the bat that would be helpful for them to get insight on you know what I've seen across the board just as I help people is one of the keys that I think is overlooked often is just knowing who your audience is a lot of times people want to start their business and they're like well I want to sell to anybody that wants to buy a t-shirt I want to sell to everybody in Detroit and that's really really just not the case at all there's no business that wants to sell to just everybody each business have a core audience that's your customer that you're going to always use. And I always tell businesses to find out 
who your core audience is and market just to them. So if it's to single moms, if it's to working moms, if it's to working men, just find your core audience and really just tap into what they need. Nice, nice. Thank you for that insight. And if you're watching and you're interested in doing any of those, going into closing or anything like that, make sure that you figure out who your target market is, who are the people you want to sell to. If they like you, what do you like? All those good things. Make sure that you dive more into that. Absolutely. As far as all of your your babies that you have, you have Lojo, Michigan Fashion Week, and then also your consultancy. How do you juggle all of those things or how do you prioritize and and make the appropriate amount of time for all those things? Good question. You have to, and as cliche as it sounds, you have to have a calendar. You have to have a schedule. So the way my schedule works is on Monday, I'm doing one thing. Tuesdays, I'm doing one thing. Wednesdays, I'm doing another thing. I'm juggling all of that. So I'm really big on my schedule and my calendar. So if Mondays I'm doing Lojo stuff, I do not touch fashion week stuff. I do not touch my consulting business stuff. So I really stick to a tough calendar, a tight calendar. And that's why that's what I live by. Mm -hmm. And then who is your team? And if you want to shout them out, please do. That helps you accomplish these things. Absolutely. I have an awesome team behind me. I have Tiffany Sims, Joshua Banks, Vaz, Gina, Monica, Boriana. I have an awesome team. I have a team of about 10 people, and they just juggle Fashion Week. They help me personally. So all of my team is just Manami. All of my team is just awesome. They're awesome. And speaking of that team that you have in Michigan Fashion Week, how do you, at least when you first started, and then every year, I'm sure, um, of course, there's different people that may come in the fold or partnerships that you have. How do you get people on board with the mission of caring about fashion more specifically when it comes to Michigan and then uh, investing in that whole uh, ecosystem and that atmosphere? Like, how do you work on getting people involved and on board with partnering or working with Michigan Fashion Week? Oh, that's a good question. The key is just developing relationships. I think it's so important to um, just hone in on important relationships and just talk to those people, you know, give them a buy-in to what you're doing. Let them know, look, this is what I'm doing. This is the benefit that can come to you from buying in with me and just kind of seeing what they're looking to do in life. So it's always good to align yourself with people who might have this similar goal because they might be able to even come in line with you, want to help you, but definitely just build relationships with people and just talk to people, get to know people. But I'm really big on meeting people, learning people, and just building relationships. And I'm sure the fashion industry is huge on that as well because it's, it's uh, you know, you can meet the right person, have the right mentor, and learn a certain style, and that could have a impact on the trajectory of your career Absolutely. or being a part Absolutely. of a certain conglomerate or mm-hmm. meeting the right celebrity, so to yep. speak. Like, I'm sure that that plays a huge factor also. Absolutely, yeah. It's all about relationship. And whatever industry you're in, you must build relationships and just meet people. I mean, I always tell my introvert friends, you got to get out of that. You got to, when you leave the house, you got to turn that off. But I do understand everyone's different, but there is a time and a place where you do have to be personal with people, talk to people, learn people, go to networking events, meet people, because that's how you're going to find people that want to come in with you, help you be a part of your stuff. And it's always the strangers. It's never people, you know, it's always strangers that want to help you and get out and meet some strangers. (laughs) Absolutely. And as far as Michigan fashion, Week, there's so many different moving parts Actually, just think about the fashion show, fashion show element as a whole. Want to know if you would be able to 
give us some insight as to I don't know the first thing about throwing a fashion show. I mm-hmm. remember I went to University of Michigan. It's three different fashion shows. <laughs> we go and support our friends. Right. But as far as the production of it, putting it on, the purpose of like how that fashion show even start, like all those things, I I don't have any insight on. So I'm wondering if you might be able to break it down for the folks out there like me. Yeah. So a fashion show, all apps will also start it as like Vogue was really big on starting the fashion show, and that's to really present the up and coming seasons in apparel years ago, like 1800s, or it's probably further than that. But just to see what's coming up on trend, what is the new seasons look, you know, what's looking good for the new season. And so uh, Paris is the capital of the United States or of the world for fashion and then New York for the United States. But fashion shows are really just to present clothing, present what's going on, what's, what's trending, what people are wearing. So that's really the purpose of the fashion shows. We invite buyers, we invite other um, boutiques, other brand managers to see what kind of clothes are out there, what Detroit has to offer as far as clothing. Um, So it's just really just a showcase of what design fashion design fashion clothes boutiques so that's what the showcase is just seeing what's out there as far as fashion got you and then for anyone who is currently a fashion they have merchandise they do fashion interested in fashion why is it important for people to be a part of fashion shows well, because you can get your products sold. You can get your products in front of the right people. A uh, fashion show key is to getting in front of buyers. So you want to find people that are going to buy your garment. You know, I'm really big on fashion designers turning their fashion brand into a real business. You know, it's not just a hobby. We're not just so- selling clothes. I mean, sewing clothes for fun. It's to sell. It's to sell bulk clothing. It's to sell so you can be in stores. It's a sale to make money. So I will encourage anybody to you know, this is a good avenue, whether it's Michigan or any other fashion week, to just showcase your clothes so you can get sales and get them sold. And would you say one of the, because this is one of my pet peeves with fashion shows, is that you may look at a fashion show and you might see something fire. Mm-hmm. You'll never see it on the rack. You'll never see it, like, uh, for public consumption. So is it essentially the opportunity to display and showcase what you can do just from a, a like your artistic style so yeah to clothes. absolutely you can have like an art like an artistic artistic style style design so yeah it is some creativity some individuality that comes to it um however i'm like get those things sold so yes there is some fun elements that come with it absolutely gotcha and if I was to start a, I'm interested in doing merchandise for this podcast, for okay, example, so okay. we can use me as a test case. Absolutely. And if I'm starting from zero, do you have any advice on how I can make not only a fashion, develop a strong fashion brand, but something that's going to be quality? That's a good question. Uh, definitely do your research and seeing what you, what kind of garments you want to have. Uh, really invest in your logo and your look of your brand that creates uh, how quality or not quality it is. And, um... Yeah, I would just kind of just, you know, actually focus on the quality. So whoever you have manufacture your clothes or manufacture the cottons and your T-shirts or sweatshirts, start studying them, wear it for a couple of weeks, wash it for a couple of times, see how how good of a quality it is, and just keep on testing different brands and different labels and into seeing what is the best quality for your brand. Nice. And then so I'm assuming essentially 
being able to find something that I would be comfortable with Absolutely. and wearing instead of, you know, just throwing out the Absolutely. cheaply made T-shirts that come from like some of these online stores and stuff like that. Absolutely. You want to be able to develop your customer base. You want your customer to fall in love with your stuff so they can come back and buy more. So it's very important to have a good quality, good value so your customer can keep coming to you to buy more. When you drop another collection, they come back for your other collection. When you drop another collection, they come back again. So that's one of the keys to having a fashion business or or a brand it's just to get that customer and keep them buying again what about exclusive exclusivity so like you know how some people will come out limited release or uh they only drop something once a quarter things like that how big is that in the, the fashion brand and the fashion that's business? big so that's one avenue to sell it. it's not the only avenue but there is avenues and exclusivity so you got the exclusivity like Louis Vuitton and then you have like the Fashion Novas who has a bunch of different uh, clothing options all the time so it depends on how you want your brand to be uh, showcased so both sides their money on both sides but just what kind of work you want to put in and really what how you want your brand to be portrayed nice yeah nice yep. and I want to know for the people who are either cheap like me or as I like to say balling on the budget <laughs> <laughs> do you have like a um style guy for those people who would like to have some nice quality stuff or just put together find their look put together a nice outfit from here to there for different occasions do you have a, a guide to them for how to be able to upgrade their wardrobe if they're you know on if they got limited options as far as money go Absolutely. I think it's always important for men and women to both have some staple pieces in your closet, like a pair of black pants, a pair of, I mean, a white shirt, a trench jacket, just maybe five or five to 10 staple pieces in their wardrobe, along with trendy pieces and really just mixing and matching, you know, trendy pieces with classic pieces, because the classic pieces will let your wardrobe go long and further. So just having those pieces in your closet that's important to really maximize your wardrobe i think that's kind of the best thing if you want to maximize your budget nice so that will be helpful for me uh instead of just buying stuff at, at random i shop <laughs> like per event so if i need something new for an yes. event that's kind of my current thing but i know some people shop by season they yeah shop absolutely by, so yeah. i mean it's okay to shop per event but as long as you know maybe if your budget is not you know, this event coming up, you may not have a budget for. You still have some classic pieces you can put together and still look good and still, you know, look like you want shopping. So, yeah, definitely got to get you some classics in the wardrobe. Right. <laughs> and do you uh, – I'm curious now because typically I match my shoes – I match my outfit with my shoes versus the other way around. Do you, like – have your pair of shoes first and you use that as your foundation or do you use your outfit as the foundation? Like when you, when you're figuring out like, Oh, I'm about to go out here and kill him with this outfit. No, I definitely do my outfit first. Okay. Yep. I do my outfit first and kill him with my outfit and then I'll find a pair of shoes to go with it. Got you. Okay. Yep. So you let the outfit do the work and yep. not the shoes. I do. I do. I do. Yep. Yep. Nice. So nice. you let your shoes go first. I let the shoes go first. Cause it, when you let the shoes go first, you can keep the outfit simple. Okay, okay. At least in my mind. Okay, that's, that's, okay. That's how I think. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. No, I love my, I do the outfit first and I put the shoes on. Okay. Well, oh, I'm a sneakers yeah, guy. So yeah, then yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, so probably depends on what kind of shoes that it, yeah, it depends on what kind of shoes. Because usually I'll get my outfit and then go to the mall to shop for a shoe that go with that outfit. Mm-hmm. Dang, I didn't know people was like the other way around. That's wow. <laughs> you are definitely not alone. I'm sure. I feel like that might be the correct way to do it versus like letting it, because then you have more flexibility in terms of your wardrobe versus like your wardrobe being handicapped by the shoes. That's that interesting because now I'm thinking like all the shoes that I've bought that I didn't have an outfit for, 
I didn't, I never bought an outfit for that shoe. I mm-hmm. always just bought a shoe for the outfit. Mm, man, yeah. you got me thinking now. I'm caught up, I'm caught up in that trap yeah, where it's like, oh no, the outfit got to match the shoes, so I got to shop based on what type of shoes I got. So <laughs> You need to take a poll on that. You need to take a poll on I that. Am. I'm anxious I am, to yeah. see that. I'm anxious to see. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely got to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as far as Michigan Fashion Week, are there any vendors that you would like to shout out or uh, Michigan fashion creatives that you just kind of uh, interact with a lot or really like their work any that inspire you that come to mind just to so we have a better understanding of what's accessible here in Detroit or Michigan I mean we have for Michigan Fashion Week this year we have over 30 designers that's actually showing throughout the week for Michigan Fashion Week and honestly all of them are all talented in their own field I mean the streetwear the t-shirt people the high fashion people the swimsuit people everyone is just super creative and and super brilliant in their own genre I mean I don't have one specifically that I love more than another one but they all are just super incredibly talented and I mean shout out to Detroit I mean we're overlooked sometimes but not anymore Mm -hmm. so that's one of my goals for Michigan Fashion Week I want everyone to see what we have to offer and what kind of talent we have here in Michigan I agree thousand percent because I've lived in a few different places uh now and one thing that we don't get credit for is our fashion sense and the things that we bring to the table it's like you talked about the minks the Gators, mm-hmm. the the Buffs, and the Cardi's. Yep, like yep. a lot of things that we get that other places adopt, but we definitely set we the trend it. for those. Yep. Yeah, I recently saw something even just yesterday on Facebook. They said, um, "Who started a Cardi's, Detroit or Chicago?" I'm like, "This is a question." Bla- blasphemy. What people are asking that? <laughs> that's crazy. So that's blasphemy for sure. So I'm like, no, Detroit. That's all Detroit all day. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you putting together. Michigan Fashion Week and the things around it to be able to showcase the talent that's here and then also what we have to offer the rest of the world because I think in the past I've seen like you know big names people pop in from all different Mm -hmm. places celebrities and um, high profile folks that come in to see Mm -hmm. this work and and what's here to offer because they know that that something special is here yep yep so yeah just shout out to our sponsors too that help make it all happen Stellar Artois Diamonds Direct um, Taubman. I mean, we have such a great list of sponsors that are just behind us, behind Michigan folk, and I really appreciate them. I pre- appreciate people like you, Thank you who have podcasts and just support. So Detroit is on the move. Detroit is on the move. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And what do you feel like is next? What's on the horizon for Lauren? What's on the horizon for Michigan Fashion Week. So when you all see this, Michigan Fashion Week will actively be happening. And I believe it will be the day of the, the high fashion fashion show. And then the streetwear fashion show would have happened the day before. So if there's anything that you are looking forward to just as far as this week goes, you know, please let us know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Fashion Week is always so fun because I just get to meet people. Is is people that can come from up north people come from other cities and it's just really fun just to meet all the people that uh hear about michigan fashion week and so we just we just have a good a good week coming ahead of us tuesday we have our uh media press event where some designers are showcasing their uh kind of like a sneak peek of what they're showcasing on thursday or friday mm-hmm. wednesday we're shopping at somerset thursday is our streetwear show and then friday is the high fashion show and each year we bring over a thousand people out to the show so it's just really a fun event and I encourage anybody to come check it out. And then if it's coming out later, come come next year. Be a part. Be involved. 
Absolutely. And if they want to follow your journey, if they want to follow Michigan Fashion Week or anything else that you have going on, where can they find you? What's your handles, websites, all that good stuff? Absolutely. So our handles for Michigan Fashion Week is MI Fashion Week, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our website, MichiganFashionWeek.com. Sign up for our emails. We have weekly emails. If you want to follow me, my website is Lauren D. Hicks. And on all social media platforms is Lauren Hicks. So. Yeah, follow us. I follow back, so. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And thank you for taking the time out of your busy week to stop by on the Absolutely. Black Friday podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your invite. So. For sure, for it's sure. It's been fun. It's and, been fun. And everybody who's watching, she gave us gems on the background of fashion shows. She told us how to start your business if you're interested in starting a boutique and how to get your fashion game up if you're balling on the budget for people <laughs> like me. So make sure that you heed to that information and make sure that you tap in with Lauren and for everybody watching. I will catch you next time. Peace. Peace.